Ladies and gentlemen, a very good morning and welcome to Platform 007. You know, it's quite an honor to have a train named after your film. It's a fantastic day. It is a fantastic day and I think it's about time we gave the world its first look at Skyfall. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Nobody expected all of this. Nobody expected to win the BAFTA either. I mean, it, it's just um, been a phenomenal year and uh, so fantastic for Bond and what a perfect way to celebrate the 50th. Slightly unexpected, really, especially when, yes, two o'clock in the morning, you're trying to think of a name for a house, uh, a remote house in the middle of nowhere. And, and then ultimately it ends up being the name of a train that will ply this route forevermore. Amazing. How fantastic for, for the whole team at East Coast actually to be associated with such a you know, wonderful uh, Bond train really. The way it's wrapped with uh, 007 and all over it, fantastic. This is a very special honor for Bond. Quantum of Misses, the James Bond podcast that experiences 007 the old-fashioned way, in a random order designed to mirror the whims of the ITV schedulers in the 80s and 90s. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. We hope you enjoy it. I'm looking forward to this one, because there are three ways that you can... There's three ways to get there, because there are three ways that you can say the title of this film. Skyfall! Skyfall! It's a bit rubbish. Skyfall! And Skyfall! Yeah, it's this one. Skyfall! That's the best one, clearly. Skyfall! So what have we been watching? From Russia with Love. <laughs> we haven't, you liar. <laughs> liar. But as always, I did not recall. I did not recall Skyfall. <laughs> I did not recall Skyfall. Skyfall, I fall. Skyfall, I did not recall. <laughs> um, so I was uh, think I was looking, and it's starting the pre-title sequence. No gun barrel. <laughs> we can do that now, or we can come back to it in a minute once you've given but us your recollection. It started with a shadowy promise of Daniel Craig, and I thought, yes. <laughs> So we start. Well, all right, let's let's start with the gun with no, the no, lack no. of gun battle. Okay. What do you think of that? Abomination. <laughs> but, but at but least why? they didn't do it badly. <laughs> that would be worse. A, a bad gun battle is better than no gun battle at all. Well, the other thing that was wrong with this uh-huh. was a the pre-title sequence was actually just the start of the plot. Oh, it's a, oh, 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 you're such a fan now. Yes. And they went on forever. Well, that's pretty much part of the course now with the pre-title sequences. I but don't what mind that was so good in the whole genre being correct was the 
title sequences. He had a floating bond, he had a giant hand picking him down, there was targets bleeding, lots of crazy stuff. Naked women, but no nipples. Um, <laughs> guns and daggers turning into graves. And the song was fabulous. The song is very good. You can't, it, it cannot be denied that the song is one of the better ones. And you know I like a ballady song. I know. So, um, so that was all the things that were bond, proper bond. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, just starting the, the, the story. Mm-hmm. You might as well start it after the title sequence. And put something else in there. And there's a big long chase, though I must admit, I'm not a big fan of car chases, as you know. Mm-hmm. But the bike chase was pretty good, especially when they got on the roofs. Yes, I, I agree. There's a lot of, some criticism gets levelled at the bike chase because, um, apparently instead of like filming close-ups of Daniel Craig and the other actor, I think it's called Ola Apache or something like that, um, they CGI'd their faces onto I didn't notice that. I did notice. Ah, well, see, I was looking for it, and I didn't. I did notice the close-ups of them. Or certainly, Bond was blatantly him not there. Well, the face wasn't there, certainly. Well, yes. Um, (laughs) So you think if they were doing that, they would actually have scenes of seeing the whole bike and his face, you know, if they're seeing it anyway. Yeah. But it looked like there was always a cutaway to just the close-up of yeah. his face. Well, I, I mean, maybe the close-ups were, I don't know. But but certainly some of the long shots were, were done like that. And mm, okay. I thought it worked quite well. I think, it's, I think it's a good chase. It is a good chase. And uh, I especially like the use of the digger when he's on the train. I think that's, yeah. a, that's a very proper Bond bit of blunt instrumentage. Uh, I like the fact that he got shot. It wasn't like Bond never gets... A scrape, mm-hmm, scratch on mm-hmm, him kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, well, Bond very much gets a scratch on him in this one. Yes, and then he, yeah, then, now is, sorry, I, I know I should know this, mm-hmm. but the woman, Agent, Agent Eve. Oh, that's what I was checking. Yeah. They don't really mention her name much. No, they haven't mentioned her name, but she is Agent I kept making Eve. notes about Lady Agent. Um, Lady Agent. Lady Agent. Uh, sounds like some kind of shave, doesn't it? Oh, woman. Um... Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, she obviously shoots yeah, him yeah, yeah. off, off the throne. Off the throne. But right at the beginning, you know he's not dead. I, I, yes, you do. But they do kind of keep that pretense up for a little bit, at least. But, I mean, it's more the suspense is when is he going to come back and why, mm-hmm. rather than... If I wonder if you were back. ever meant to think that maybe he was the one that blew up MI6. I know that you immediately after no. that you go back to him. You go to him. No, I'd never believe that. You never, never think... did. Um, uh, yeah. her, um, which is kind of the problem, a bit of a problem with the whole plot of this film, in that if you 100% believe in Bond all the way through and his abilities and his essential rightness. In the sense of Queen and Country. Yeah, but a lot of the plot that loses a bit of tension then. Because you know he'll always come back. Yeah. But I think it was interesting that I took to, to mean that he saw the bombing and was worried M had was killed in it. And that's what brought him back. Oh, I, no, I think he, I think it was, it was Queen and Country that brought him back. fight it back. They're going to need me. Yeah. That's what she said as well. He knew we needed you. Mm-hmm. And I like I love the M character in this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love that she got into trouble with Mal- Mallory mm-hmm. and um, was like, to hell with dignity. I ha- I'll leave when, the, I'll job's leave when done. the job's done. Um, but I will fuck it up a bit more before that, that point comes. Yeah, but she's steadfast. I, I admire that. Mm-hmm. In, you know, the shit falling around you, you're steadfast. That's that's how I live my life. Yeah. Never Hopefully the four or six of your men have died. Well, you know, but I'm I'm never going to admit defeat. Yeah. Never. So I, uh, never learn from my mistakes. Exactly. Never. And on the one hand, a strength, but on the other hand, potentially a weakness. Oh, definitely. Um, so M86 gets bombed. Mm-hmm. Then you see Sex being a Bond beach bum. Sex being a Bond beach bum. <laughs> then you see Bond, Bond being. being a beach bum and having sex. And having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and drinking Heineken, a refreshing lager. Just mm. all the product all placement. All the product placement, yeah. And a long shot of his watch on the, the digger thing. Oh, was that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't really notice that's a good watch. A nice watch he wears, isn't it? A nice watch that he wears. <laughs> nice watch. Do you think someone I know has a watch like that? I think they might have a watch like that. <laughs> Can't do visual things like that for a I podcast. Know. Well, it's all right. If, they, if they're this far into it, they probably know what James Bond's watch looks like. Yes. And they probably work out that my watch looks the same. <laughs> 20 years I've had this watch next uh, mm. next month. Because you're old. Because I'm old. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, so then Bond arrives in M's house, um, sneaking in with no security people noticing. Mm-hmm. And she did a very good... Not being phased, well, like internalizing the surprise that he's there, mm-hmm. and then just said, you know, the whole exchange was great in terms of mm-hmm. why didn't you call and all this kind of stuff. Um, I think there was this bit and, and the next few bits actually, um, was, um, yeah, their banter and then banter, banter, do you mean dialogue, and then the female and agent banter. <laughs> And then the new Q banter. But it was all that kind of feisty mm-hmm. stuff, and I this, quite like that. This is an excellent film. Oh, yes. However. However, is an ex- does a James Bond film have to be an excellent film? I would prefer it to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would, you know, have good film over, like, The Gun Barrel. Would you? Yeah, I'm sorry, mm. I'm not that much of a fan. I, well, I think I think the part of the part of the issue I have is that I think you could have both. I think you could, and do you know why they didn't have the gun barrel? Because the director Sam Mendes um, felt that the opening shot of him coming down the corridor was too similar to the gun barrel. I.e., he's in a mm. pool of white. Mm. It's like yeah, but you could just change your opening shot, couldn't mm. you? Mm. Like an establishing shot of, of Turkey or something. But no, no, I'm the big auteur director. He has won Oscars, so he is the big auteur director. But, yeah. But this is James Bond. Girl. I did like Bond saying, well, you're bloody not sleeping here. No, M said that. Yes. Yes. Um, I also like the word to say, well, the, the him doing all the tests. And then, oh, again, that, yeah. stiff upper lip the whole way through and then collapsing as soon as no one was in the room. Oh, when we're doing the physical test. Physical test. Yes, yes. And yes. then the word association. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we don't know what Skyfall me- means. We just know it upset him. What do you think? Skyfall! Sorry. Means. Well, I know what it means. 
You've got a kid on that you don't. Well, then I don't know what I thought mean. there was something else that you were kidding on that you didn't at this point, but okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> but you do know what it means. I do know what it means. Right, fine. Can I tell you what it means? No, I, I also know. I and everybody else who <laughs> listens to this know what it means as well. Yeah, okay. And we'll talk about that next time anyway, won't we? Yes. Because we know what happens at the end of this film. Yes. Yes. Yes, we go. Yes, we go. Yes, so, um, how do they get the um, the lead that the guy's in Shanghai? Oh, because CIA. Uh, uh, no. He digs out the bullets from his shoulder. Yes. Because uh, getting in the way from his physical test. Mm-hmm. Um, and they analyse it, and it's a certain bespoke type of bullet. Handy, that. Only used by three people in the world. Yes, and he recognised one of them. Yes. Now, that's a very convenient plot point, but it doesn't bear a lot of scrutiny. Because when, way back in the pre-title sequence, when he, when the other guy, Patrice gets out of his car and starts firing at them, mm-hmm. what has he got? On the, uh, what's attached to his gun? Well, a huge magazine of yeah. bullets, which he fires indiscriminately all over Istanbul. Aye, so they would have known. So they could have pressure. They could have tested any of those bullets, um, and including presumably the one that shot uh, Ronson in the mm. uh, thing. But no, they don't bother until Bond digs some fragments out, and a bit that you didn't like very much. Although you didn't see anything because the camera kind of panned up. I know. Because this film is classy. Yeah, I know, no, but I still I remembered that bit and I, I looked away. Um, so yes, because the CIA had handily been tracking him for a while because of some assassination he'd done. Done, yeah. Um, they knew his, he was going to be in Shanghai to do a hit. Yep. Um, and Bond so he, can have him. Yeah, so Bond went to Shanghai, got a message of which flight he was coming in on, followed him. Quite a cool scene, hanging on to the left and going up to the mm-hmm. building that had all the neon lights coming through the windows. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty good, I thought. Did you notice that there was absolutely no dialogue in Shanghai until the very last bit when he was hanging off the when Patrice was hanging off the uh, building? There was a long time of just there was no music, speech. but it was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, looked beautiful. The whole film looks beautiful. It's such it a good film. It is. I wish it was a better Bond film. <laughs> but um and I, I and I like the shadow fighting kind of thing in front of the big Yes, in front of the neon thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Giant jellyfish. Yes. And then you see the woman who's obviously part of the setup to kill the man. Did you notice who the man was who was killed? No. Well, as soon as you flick back the next scene after that was M looking at her computer and she was looking at a Picture oh, on the computer that had been cut out to do the virus thing. Or no, whatever. before before she was actually looking at was a photograph of her with a man, and yes. that was the man who was shot. Okay, but the, the photograph of her and the man mm-hmm. was the image of her that had been used in the. Yes, that was why she was looking at it. Yes. So um. So yes, that happened, and then um, M was got the message and it was like click here it's like everyone knows when you get a random message <laughs> you don't, you click. don't click but uh, uh, but i would say possibly the head of the secret service uh, if anybody can click in the knowledge that their boffins can probably undo whatever's going to be done the head that. of the secret service is that person surely and that message was here are the five names that we've blown mm-hmm. from the list that's obviously that put on the youtubes list. put on the youtubes 
Um, and so she phones up. Her what's name. on the list? We haven't mentioned. We haven't told anybody who hasn't seen the film what's on the list. The five names of agents and their real names, so that their cover is low. And where they are embedded in the world. Yes. Not just five, like loads. Every all of them. Um, I thought it was just five. No. He's only released five. They've only released five at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and five more next week. Yeah, so they have the list of all of them. Yeah. Yes, a list that the Allies don't know exists. I know. I mean, it was a big muck up by MI6 mm-hmm. to let this go. To make is, the list in the first place. To make this and to let it go, and that's why they were so Bond was so keen. And to be honest, M ordered Eve, Agent Eve, to shoot because they were so keen to get the list back. No, well, yeah, because it was so important. Um. So she phones up her manny and says, get them out of there. But obviously they didn't get all of them out of there because mm-hmm. one of them gets killed. Yes, later on. Mm-hmm. We then a little bit of news that Hugh Edwards produce, presents. It must be great, these um, newsreaders. Can they probably get asked a lot to be in fake news? Oh, uh, yeah. But like, so, oh, what's this for? It's for James Bond. Oh, score! I'm going to be a James Bond! They must love it. Yeah. Um, and then Agent Eve turns up to just be sexy and shave Bond. Well, what, but why do they end up there? Where where are they and why do, how do they end up there? They're in Shanghai. No, they've been in Shanghai. Oh, so they've gone to Macau. Because um, the um, assassin that has been killed by Patrice. Bond, Patrice, had a um, casino chip in his bag um from a casino in Macau. So they go to Macau to um take the chip back and, and yeah. see who owns it. And as you say, Agent Eve is doing a sexy shave, if such a thing is possible. Clearly it is possible. Yes. Didn't um, do very much for me that sequence. I was just worried that she might like kill him. <laughs> um no I, I thought it was quite a sexy scene. Um and that again the sort of she was encouraging the banter and the slight pervingness of her um but i mean bond called her out that she was just there to spy on him for mallory which is probably true mm. because em had already told him about the five agents being blown so there was no need for her to come out to tell him that oh is that what he meant by em's already briefed me on the list mm-hmm. oh. oh okay i thought he just meant she's told me about the list so um, he then arrives like he... Is the Pope? <laughs> yes, I was wondering whether I could say that. <laughs> On a, um, a wee boaty through lanterns and fireworks mm-hmm. and arriving at this casino, floating casino place in Macau. Um, and he hands in the chip to cash it in and it turns out to be worth like 5 million euros. So obviously they know where the chip came from. Mm-hmm. He clocks who who was interested in him exchanging this chip. Um, and it's the woman that was there when they shot the Manny. In Shanghai. In Shanghai. With the Madigliani painting. True that. And um, so he just uses that to get a drink with him and have a conversation. She was playing like she was in charge and not interested. Mm-hmm. But he broke her by saying, I know that you're just trapped by these people and I can kill him mm-hmm. if you take me to him. Um, and that was quite good. You could see her sub- slightly change from mm-hmm. 
being all that to being scared and all that kind of thing. I thought that was quite a good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, well, they're going to kill you, but if you survive, I'm on this boat and we leave mm-hmm. in an hour. They don't kill him, obviously, because he fights them all. Yes, he fights them all. But I do quite like the fact that Agent Eve saves him in the last minute when he's uh, just climbing out of the the den. Mm -hmm. um, It wasn't a great fight, though. I quite like that fight. Yeah? Yeah, and the Komodo dragon dragging the I like him jumping on the dragon to get out. Yeah, like in Live and Let Die when he jumped on the crocodile. Yes. Remember that? No. Remember any of it? He, he was to get out of the pondy bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, because you never seem to remember I what know. film it is or that. But the other scene, if you give me a hint of like that. I have been tempted to show you one of the films we've already seen. And see if I say anything. see if you go, we've done this one. <laughs> Probably wouldn't, you know. <laughs> like Skyfall. I think I've seen it quite... Oh, sorry, Skyfall. Skyfall. Um, I thought I'd seen it quite recently, and I do remember some of the scenes before. We saw it last up. Christmas with yeah. your family. And that's Ruining the experiment. Grrr. But even then, I only remembered the odd scene yeah. beforehand. So, um, so she thinks that they're leaving without him. Without, yeah, without Bond being there, come. he hasn't come. He must be dead. She goes for a shower, and then he just very rudely turns up in the shower. And she doesn't seem very surprised no. by that. You know, not 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 surprised by him, but just like when someone else comes into your shower, she doesn't like. She doesn't even. She doesn't go. <laughs> Yeah, flinch or anything. No. Do you think that's because she is so broken as a human being? Possibly. Or is it just that she it was meant to be a we didn't really scene. notice it? Yeah, I don't know. But why do, one thing I'm a bit puzzled by on that is, uh, why do the crew seem so happy to sort of accept him on board, etc.? Because they know they're going to the deserted island anyway. Well, I think they, they, they basically say, well, he's a prisoner now. There's no mm-hmm. point in... Cuffing him until we get there, but there's a bit of why do they let let them shag? And it's like, is there no communication between that boat and whoever's in charge? Well, I'm sure there is, so that's why they know that they're bringing him in in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I think they all, I, I think everyone knows that Bond is trying to be taken to the man, so it's almost like everyone's accepted the situation. Bond's not going to fight them. Okay, you think not? Okay. So then he's tied up in a room, and we're just about to see who the bad man he is. And yes. you stopped it. And you stopped it. I did. That was where. But I do remember who the bad man he is. Do you? Yes. It's amazing, isn't it, that uh, Jeremy Beadle can thumb up in a film like this, and it'll still be excellent. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and I kind of vaguely remember why he's pissed off with them. Oh. Because she cut him off at the lights once. Something like that. But it does hop back to her Hong Kong days, which was what? Oh, so you do remember quite a bit about this then. But he said, was it Mary who said that? Or the, the uh, no, it was Tanner said Tanner that said when it. he was briefing Bond during the fitness training yeah. thing. My favourite character in this whole film, by the way, is the man who has to stand and watch Bond throughout that training. Yeah. yeah. But he's always there, just standing with a clipboard that he never writes on. Just watching Bond. But we never mentioned the fact that he did actually fail these tests and then yeah. sent him out anyway. So, again, not abiding by protocol and being mm-hmm. a bit shit. By going by her. Well, I think but I think the idea is can she goes by... The, you can't just go by protocol. You have to have a Aye, but if he's going to muck up again, 
It'll be done. The the buck will stop with her, and they'll go. Why did you send him out when he wasn't fit? Yeah, but she's. But they're going to dump her off. They're going to bump her off anyway. We'll dump her out anyway. Mm. So what has she got to lose? They kind of miscalculated in doing That's that. True. That's true. Um, these powers that be who seem to want rid of her. Would you want rid of her? No, I think she's fabulous. Okay, she. I have to say, she's Judy Dench. Um, this film does not pull its punches in terms of the fact that she is an older lady. No, but I think that's great mm-hmm. because no one would flinch a, a, a an older man. Yeah. So why why not an older woman, especially such an older competent woman? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I was. I, I think that's perfectly acceptable, okay. especially for the boss person because you kind of need to be that old to be in charge mm-hmm. whereas um you wouldn't, wouldn't expect a young man to be in that position would you no or a young woman ba, 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 last young man there's no need to feel down speaking of young men i know we weren't really but i managed to shoehorn it in uh tell me about q oh well uh, i like this q uh, not as bad, not as much as the original original Q, mm-hmm. but better than John Cleese Q. Oh yeah, well, I um, John Cleese Q. And um, and I like the fact that they just blatantly said through Bond, "You're ridiculously young." <laughs> um, so it's like acknowledging the situation, but yeah. um, his response is, "We have to move with the times," and it's almost like that's a comment about the fil- the, the Bond films have to move with the times and give up the gun barrel. <laughs> I know you fear chains. There's no need to not have a gun barrel. I also think in that scene, in the Q scene, they could have done. Because Bond says you must be joking. He, he should have said, "I never joke about my work, 007 because that's like a top Q line. Yeah, but they're not claiming it is the same guy. No, no, that's but well. And there should be a nod. Shall to we it. speak about this? What about the Bond? Is it the same Bond? Oh no, I don't want to do this now. <laughs> you don't ever want to do this. Yeah. To be honest, you you came up with the brilliant. It's like doing a different production of Shakespeare. Uh-huh. Excuse for why the bond changes. So yeah. I think you've you've earned your stripes okay, on that that's one. Fine. I'm not gonna. And uh, I'm quite happy with the sexy bond. Or like bond that looks like a daily triangle, as we have here. <laughs> Still sexy. Is he? Yes. Okay. I don't get it. Feel free to, you know, aspire to be. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen to you. <laughs> You're more a caramel keg. <laughs> the mighty caramel keg. <laughs> I'm more like the, um, the, um, I forgot my Is it cheese reference? No. <laughs> no. No. All right. Really no, I'm more like the uh, bodyguard guy who got eaten by the Komodo dragon. Oh, right. Circle of life. Circle! <laughs> Circle of Life. Would you like it if he'd sung that line? I loved it. <laughs> I did. Th- I remember when I first when we first saw this film, and we did first see this film together. Who oh, did we? Yes, we did. Were we dating? No, we were married. Okay. <laughs> we were married. It's not that. Was this that... film. This film is quite old because we have been married for quite a long time, um, and seemingly longer by the day. Uh, <laughs> on a technical level, that is true. Even now we've been married longer than we were when we started doing this. And, and now we're recording, longer. And now, it's longer. and now we're longer again. 
And now we're love good still. Never stops getting love good until I divorce you. (laughs) Sweet, sweet release. (laughs) What's that Kaylee Minogue song? Um, Do the locomotion? Yes, do the locomotion. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? When when we first saw this film, I thought it wasn't funny enough. Like, oh, can you need to have a bit of humour? Mm. But in fact, I remember I revised my my view a subsequent time I watched it. But in fact, it's not that it's not funny. It's just that it's too tense. It's so tense. Yeah. Um, it's good. I mean, but that's what I love about it. I was constantly gripped to the point where I didn't really write much in the way of notes because I was actually like enwrapped in the in the story and what was going to happen next. And that's what makes it good. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you know what would make it better? A gun barrel. <laughs> Correct. I'm glad you agree with me. <laughs> See, what else would have made it better? Other James Bondy bits. What about Q not giving him gadgets and sort of turning his own a bit at gadgets? Um. Even though a gun that only one person can fire is pretty, pretty much gadgety. as gadgety as a gadget can get. I, I thought the wee radio transmitter was a bit large for unnecessarily for what it was doing. Well, it has to do his job. Yeah. Do you notice that he's activated it? Yeah, I did notice that. On the uh, boat. On the boat. Um, I don't know. I think if they were not going to do deck gadgets, it was quite a nice way of acknowledging it. Uh-huh. Rather than just going, but where, what happened to the gadgets? Where's the gadgets? Hmm. Yeah. Where's he the doesn't, he doesn't have, have the car. He's gadgets either. No, that's true. Well, he doesn't. We don't really go in for that anymore. The, the the other thing is about this film is Bond's supposed to be like the old warship being towed off. Oh yeah, in the picture. But yeah. This is only his like third film that we've seen. Not Daniel Craig. Yeah. But he is meant to be old and past it because he's been a beach bum. How long do you think he's been a beach bum for? I think at least a year. Bum. Yeah. Because he's got to all heal over. I think a year seems a bit long. Well, that's what I think. You asked me what I thought. That's right. what my okay. answer was. Okay. Okay. I think it's only a matter of months. Have you died? It's an audio medium. You're even laughing silently. Even if you laughed out loud, it would be better than laughing silently. But I have to make you wait, like Bond did. <laughs> no one knew that he was... You know, so this is you being dead. Yeah. Enjoying death. Enjoying uh, and having lots of sex on the beach. Mm. But I prefer the drink kind. The drink kind of sex? Sex on the beach. Oh, I see. I get you. Right, got it, got it. <laughs> I think that's all we have to say about the first half. Of you mean we can talk about TV listings? I'll tell you that in the next one. No, we do it in this one. But because Sky Skyfall is a modern film, it premiered on Sky and then on ITV later and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Good. <laughs> that's my favourite bit of the podcast. I can't do it in this episode. Luckily, it will be back. Oh, TV listings will return. Uh, are we not close to like being done yet? 
We're, we are close to being done, yes. Okay. Close. But there was a whole new Bond film that we get to watch. In the cinema, I'm that. When's that come out? Very soon. I, we can't really give a time scale because this obviously won't be released until a bit later on um, from where we are now. But that other film won't be out by the time this is up, is it? Uh, no, it will be. Okay. That's what we're, we're kind of coming to, to the end, as you have so rightly put yes, it. Yes, okay. So there won't be a great deal of time between now and the release of this podcast if you want to, you know, make any topical references. Which no, you sorry. don't. No. Okay. All right, anything else to say about the first half of Skyfall? Do you think James Bond is going to win? Yes. Okay. But I think M might lose. Oh. Okay then. Okay. Well, in that case, if there's nothing more to add, then uh, join us again next time because Quantum of Missus will return after the news.